We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Okay, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I thought we were going to you know, kind of leave the Old Testament in segment one. But while we were off air, there was a point that Jordan and I both wanted to to hit on that we slip, we just completely slipped by. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this fact. We'll hit it really quick and then move forward. But when God commands for the Israelites to feast in the Old Testament, he's not just saying cook a bunch of food and then eat it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. He's telling them party. Yeah. And party well. And they lasted for days. They did. And yeah. it was and it was fun and it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also leads to what we want to talk about in this segment, and that's how to make mm. these feasts intentional and how to focus them. Because one of the things that I think we, we said pretty well in the first segment is feasting is different in, than gluttony in that gluttony is about us, mm. whereas feasting is about Christ. Right. So the question becomes, how can we honor God? How can we honor Jesus in our feasting, mm-hmm. especially this? And we would think it's easy because it's Christmas. Right. But I often think that it becomes a little harder because um, mm. it's, it's kind of like if you've ever done any first aid classes, mm. what they'll say is when you would think that someone who is hurt in public would get faster response mm, yeah. and more immediate help and they don't right and it's because everybody thinks somebody else is going to yeah, do something yeah, yeah. right well i think in the midst of the christmas hullabaloo mm-hmm. um everybody assumes oh christ is already the feature let's just eat mm-hmm. and i think or oh we've talked about jesus a lot let's just eat don't make that assumption no yeah it has to be intentional that's that is key i mean um and i know it can be awkward um having a lot of family over some of those family might not be believers mm-hmm. um that can always be awkward but to actually set aside just a few minutes right it doesn't have to be a sermon but set and aside don't make time. it a sermon because no, your food yeah, is hot yeah don't make it a sermon yeah because people just won't want to come next time but um set aside a little time to intentionally state the reason for you the i mean the dinner is not mm-hmm. i mean not just to make sure everybody's fed which is definitely a purpose but the reason it's special it's right. not because we just want to, you know, fulfill our desire in our body to have good food, but it's because we serve a good king. <laughs> and, and that is such a key thing. And and I think so often what we do is we make the assumption, oh, people already know. Yeah. Well, don't. Right. Um, there is, we have to speak mm-hmm. and we have to be intentional in that speaking. So, you know, one of the, I know one of the things that people do is, is they'll say, well, we pray before the meal and that's enough. And and the prayer is great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but the prayer is people overhearing you talking to God. Yeah, we need, and it does not need to be long, mm-hmm. but it also does not need to be um, made up on the fly. Yeah, here's what I would say: um, before, especially if you're the host, mm-hmm. right? I think that this responsibility falls more to you than yeah, if you're yeah, you're yeah. going to your grandparents. Yeah, you, you don't know. want to interrupt everybody just to, you know. Right, if that, it's not your party, rude. it's not your role. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but if it is your party, or even if, you know, if you have asked permission mm-hmm. for this, then mm-hmm. feel free to do it. But take two or three minutes mm-hmm. and and actually prepare something yeah. um, and, and explain this is why we are feasting. This is an intentional feast. Let's enjoy this. Let's have fun. But let's also look to Christ. Right. And and then, now here's the thing. Remember, 
you have grumbling tummies mm-hmm. and you have food that's getting cold. And kids. Exactly. <laughs> so it does not need to be long. I'm not saying to make it that way. But then pray. Mm-hmm. In light of these things that we just talked about. Right. In light of that, now let's pray and thank God for the food. And there was a great article that I found about feasting with intentionality. And and one of the things that this writer said is he just looked at a couple of objective truths. Now, Jordan, you and I, we've talked about objective mm-hmm. truths on the program yeah. before. Uh, but he, he just lays out some objective truths uh, that we can celebrate while we're feasting over Christmas so that our circumstances don't matter. Right. right? Well, it's not that they don't matter, but they're not primary. Mm. It's objective truths that we celebrate. And all of these come from Romans chapter 8. Um, in Jesus, we've been set free from sin and mm. death. God sent his son to save me. I can set my mind on the spirit, and that is life and peace. God's spirit indwells and empowers me. God has adopted me, and I can call him Abba Father. I'm an heir of God and a fellow heir with Christ. The sufferings of this present time aren't worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us. Mm. All of those things are objective truths that are completely separate from how we feel or even what we're eating or even not eating Mm -hmm. during Christmas. Mm -hmm. And those are things worthy of celebrating. Mm -hmm. But there's one other thing that I, I want to go to before we uh, before we move on, and it's this: there is a difference between celebrating what God has done hmm. and celebrating who God is. Hmm. If all we do is celebrate what God has done, I, I feel like we miss the point. Hmm. Yeah, um, it's great, and we need to be grateful for the things God has done. Right? I mean. We mentioned it earlier. God created, Mm -hmm. and he made creation tasty, especially (laughs) cow and pig and chicken. It's just one of the, I think, common graces of God is bacon. Well, we were created to be vegetarians. You know that, right? Adam and Eve originally. Well, okay. Don't don't go there. Don't go there. I am am (laughs) a proud meat-eating Christian. Um, But here's the thing. Until you get to heaven. Well, okay. <laughs> then I'll I'll just be with Christ, and and Christ is better than bacon. Uh, <laughs> we should put that on a shirt. Maybe we shouldn't, though. <laughs> but here's the thing: um, huh. it can't end yeah. on what God has done. Hmm. It has to yeah. end on who God is, because even if God had never created, He would still be worthy of worship and praise. Mm-hmm. Even mm. if God had never made anything tasty, yeah. He would still be worthy of honor and praise mm-hmm. because of who he is. Mm-hmm. And I think, at least for me, that's one of those things that's so easy to overlook mm-hmm. and neglect. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you, you look at the, the list of the things that you read from, um, from Romans 8. Those are directly tied. The, the, those are because of who he is. Exactly. Yeah. E- exactly. Those, those things mm-hmm. that we get to enjoy— they are only there because of who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's it's kind of like this, you know, with with Christmas coming up and, you know, and everybody's, at least my kids, are thinking, you know, what, what are we going to get? <laughs> Man, <laughs> so my wife and I, we're not doing just a whole bunch for each other for yeah. Christmas this yeah. year. Uh, you, you get three kids and a yeah, house payment yeah. and you just, I, you're I not going to do a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, but she said, give me a hint of, of what you got me. And so we literally sat in the living room, kids are laying in bed, um, for 30 minutes playing 20 questions over <laughs> what we got one another. Um, but here's why I say that. If 
if all my wife wanted was the gift that mm. I got her for Christmas and she didn't give a rip about who I am as a man, mm. our marriage, our relationship yeah. would be nothing. Wow. If all we do is look at the gifts God gives mm. us and we care not about learning who he is and knowing who he is and celebrating who he is, then our relationship is shambles. Right. Wow. Yeah. And I think we really need some time to focus on that. And that's, that's part of what we want to do every day. Uh, whether you're listening to Engage Radio right now or on a podcast uh, or whether you're reading articles uh, on the website, engagemagazine.net, that's really what we strive to do every single day. That's why our motto is share truth and apply scripture. We want to take the truths of scripture, uh, these timeless, eternal truths, and apply them to a very contemporary setting. And, and the contemporary setting that we're focusing on right now is your Christmas feast. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ways that I think, Jordan, we can also honor Christ, not just in, you know, we talked about uh, focusing on what Christ has done, focusing on who God is, but there's another way that I think we honor God, and that's in who we invite hmm. to our celebrations. Yeah. Because, or maybe in our context, it may be who we help to have hmm. a celebration, because there are, um, there are families out there who will not mm. have a feast this mm. Christmas. Mm. Um, they might get deli ham mm. instead of a big ham. Right. Uh, just simply because that's what they can afford. And, and I don't know what that's going to look like for each family, but I, I would say this. Um, one of the things that, that we as believers are called to do, um, again, this was from an article that I read. Um, it says, what makes feasting a means of God's grace for nourishing our souls is explicitly celebrating Christ together uh, in faith. Whether it's Thanksgiving or Easter, or birthday or anniversary, uh, when we feast as Christians, we celebrate the bounty and kindness of our Creator and Redeemer. Uh, he says this, When you give a feast, oh, this is from Luke fourteen thirteen. When you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. Mm. All of that, uh-huh. who do you invite? Mm. And I'm not saying invite a stranger over on Christmas morning to watch your kids open gifts, right? <laughs> <laughs> not saying that that's what we need to do, but I am going to say that it may very well mean that that family member mm. that you have some conflict with, mm. you go out of your way to make them welcome in your home. Mm. Yeah, what better way to, to, to celebrate who God is than to, you know, be merciful as he is merciful. Oh, man. And, yeah. And to show loving kindness when someone doesn't deserve mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things when we're talking about feasting. You know, and you have an article up uh, when we were talking, when we were going through Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. What was it Navigating Thanksgiving with Grace? Right. Yeah. I think was the name mm-hmm. of it. Um, but I think that that definitely applies yeah. to Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some practical things in that article. You can read it. We'll, we'll post it in the show notes, uh, engagemagazine.net. But, Jordan, I think just really quick, how can we show that loving kindness, especially to someone who disagrees with us on some mm-hmm. pretty fundamental level? Well, first of all, you have to know what, not just what to do, but what not to do. Um, a, a holiday gathering is no no place to corner somebody and confront them with, you know, this arguments and, you know, and try to change their mind on every little thing. 
But it, it, what it is a time is it's a time. It should be a time of grace mm-hmm. where you come alongside them and you're just friendly. I mean, it might and be I'm just this, that. There's going to be somebody out there who says, yeah, but you just told me that to be intentional, I need to talk about Jesus. Well, yeah, do that. Absolutely. Uh, Here's another the, day. <laughs> if, well, no, no. If, if you know that you talking about Jesus before the meal or at some point, mm-hmm. you have a designated time, we're, we're going to yeah, take yeah. two or three minutes and it's, and you believe somebody's going to have an issue with that. Somebody's going to be offended by this. Go to them beforehand mm-hmm. and just say, hey, look, I know we disagree on this, but mm-hmm. because this is so important, yeah. um, I ask for maybe not your permission, maybe blessing would be a better, but just to let you know, hey, this is something that I think is really important that we need to do. Mm-hmm. And then in while you're presenting the gospel, be mindful of that person, of right. that individual. Don't point them out. Don't call them out. Don't say, hey, you sinner, this is for you. Um, but present the loving kindness of God. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, wow. and no matter what you're doing, uh, you know, as 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians 10 and 31 says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So whether you're eating, whether you're fasting, uh, whether it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, anniversary or birthday, remember, do all mm-hmm. things to the glory of God. And if you want some practical help on how to do that every day, engage magazine.net, where we seek to share truth and apply scripture. See you next week.